Sound of Fire and Soul, a community where leaders gather to unite in sovereignty in today's world. I'm your host, Michelle Sorrow, a seasoned and heart-centered coach and mentor on a mission to take you on a journey of self-empowerment with weekly guidance and channeled wisdom. Fire and Soul features brave and daring conversations with extraordinary leaders who have awakened from the illusion to help you claim sovereign leadership in life, love, and entrepreneurship. Let's listen, learn, and stand together as models for our new world, starting now. Back everyone to Fire and Soul. I'm so happy that you're here, especially because I got one of my favorite humans on the whole planet joining the show, Miss Amalinda Rush. Welcome to Fire and Soul. Thank you. So we met in, in a room of Tony Robbins, and who's been very special to both of us in in many for many many years. And you were uh-huh. so friendly, so warm, so welcoming, just like your husband. But I didn't know you were married to Michael. And you were like, I'm on Melinda. And basically it was like, we're going to be friends. And I was like, forever. And that was it. And so there was a bond. And you let me have your, your phone charger out of your purse. You I such a mom booth. You're like, catch a girl. <laughs> I remember feeling so bad for you because I know the crewing is, is, I mean, it's not easy. And I remember you just sitting in the floor for hours on end. <laughs> And, and, and I was going to by the way, I'm thinking I hit the, I hit the crew jackpot because I get to sit in here and listen to all the content. There's no one that needs their seat down there in the front. They get their seats, right? Right. It's like, <laughs> oh, then I'm on the floor. You tried to give me your seat. Remember that? I did. I did. I did. And then I got in trouble. I was like, that has to be miserable sitting on the floor that long. <laughs> oh, it was good. Although it was nice when you gave me your seat. Everyone gave me their seat. I mean. 2018 for me was the most magical year. Same. I, 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 I was just telling Michael the other day, I was like, I feel like I peaked in 2018. <laughs> I feel like I was a peak. <laughs> that was a, that oh was a fantastic year. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I'm just really excited to have this conversation with you because last year I started noticing that you were liking on many of the same accounts that I was liking on on Instagram. And Mm -hmm. they were very much against or very different than the mainstream corporate media narrative. She's posting her yoga poses every day. And then (laughs) I can imagine her carrying her rifle, right? (laughs) (laughs) And I just got this strong hit that you were wide awake and deeply conscious while being awake. And those are the type of people that I am most drawn to right now. But then it's like, okay, how do you integrate back into real life once you've seen that virtually everything you ever thought was real is a lie? Then I'm really grateful that you said yes. I've been looking forward to this conversation since the moment that you said yes. And so I'm really happy that you're here. So now that I've given a little backstory from a reluctant mama warrior awakened sister uh, who is here now wholeheartedly, what was your experience like? You know, How did you have your awakening? Because it was slightly different than mine. Growing up, my dad was always, in today's world, would be, confu- be viewed as a conspiracy theorist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so all along, you know, he would be, tell me, be aware of your surroundings and never pull up too close to the back of somebody uh, driving unless you can see their back wheels. That way you can maneuver out. All these things just growing up. I mean, he, I always thought he was so overprotective 
And he we used to talk about the jet stream of the planes and how they should be evaporating, but they're not. And then I remember one day as a teenager, he pulled like this white string off of the bushes that was out front. And he was like, this is what the airplanes are releasing. And so I, but the whole time I'm just like, oh, Papa, oh, Papa, you know, whatever. But I did have that background. And so when 2020 rolled around and the kids and my husband and I were uh, skiing over spring break up in Colorado, and you started hearing all these things about, you know, this illness and they're closing things and blah, 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 blah. And initially you're, you're like, this is so bizarre, you know, and they ended up closing the ski mountain a day early. And so we decided, well, you know, maybe we should head on home. So we came home and, and then it wasn't just a few days later. I mean, everything is shutting down, but you know, it's what the media is pushing. It was just the strangest thing. And about, I would say 10 days in and watching all the chaos going on in the news, but yet everything is completely calm around here in Arkansas. And I often say we live in a little bit of a bubble. It's not like California or Florida or New York, that kind of thing. But we're always a little bit behind getting things, but to not have anything going on and you're just told to stay at home. And then all the whole mask situation came up. I just remember about 10 days into all the chaos of it. I was just like, Michael, I was like, this isn't about an an illness. I was like, this, this is about control. And they're seeing whoever they are Mm -hmm. seeing how quickly they can shut the world down. Mm -hmm. And it took them two weeks. And I mean, everyone was shut in, you know, stay down, hunker down, stay at home, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I remember the first time that I heard the word social distance, I was like, I didn't even, I didn't even know what, what that meant. I was like, what is all this social distancing that I'm hearing? I, I didn't even know what that meant. It was just so crazy. So we lived low for about two weeks. And then uh, a good, well, my best bud here in town, she was like, Hey, she goes, do you know if the track is open uptown at the school? And I was like, I was like, I really don't know, but I'll find out, you know, well, I found out it wasn't closed. And so we began meeting up there almost daily to walk. And just as a way to get out of the house, because so much stuff was closed. And that's when, you know, I, once I kind of, it was kind of weird creeping back into town because literally we stayed at home for two weeks. And when I was going back into town, I didn't know what to expect. It was like, am I going to see, you know, how many people are going to be out? What's still open? You know, all this, these kinds of things. And it was like, nothing was going on. And I'm like, this is so weird. So that was my first, like, this isn't about an illness. It's about control with the powers that be. So. Mm. Mm. It's incredible, right? Just that you already had the thoughts going. I was one of those as well. I was also raised by a couple of conspiracy theorists. That's what they would say. Right. Unaware, but now right. they, they were actually the wisest, the most plugged in. Right. And it's I just, a slur. it's a slur, just like there's slurs yes. all over. Right. The, the woke left mainstream mm-hmm. narrative that seems to be on its last leg. And that's not even the truly scary platforms out there. It's corporate media, right? It's Google, mm-hmm. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and right. censorship and myopic yes. that they have, you know, created for every single person's reality. So to be right. able to think with your own mind and to have your critical thinking cap on, 
was that's that's pretty astounding. But it's also it makes sense because of who you were raised by, and he was already having you just kind of keeping your eyes wide open and thinking exactly on what you're being told, right? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So when you woke up to the fact that this was like probably one of the biggest lies we've ever seen, and you and I both know what it really is for. It's not about keeping anyone healthy <laughs> or safe. It's about control. It's about getting everyone into the great reset. Mm-hmm. And I guess guys, don't listen to me. Go look it up yourselves. You can actually right. check it out in the economic forum right now um, and many, many other places. But so once you woke up to all that, you're a young, vibrant mom of three. Mm-hmm. How do you live in the world? Like there's the being with it. Was there any part of you that needed to like come to terms with anything within yourself? Did you have to face any of your own deep fear? Or were you just like, this ain't getting me and I'm living my life. I mean, what was that moment like when you saw what it was for what it is? Right. I think ultimately it was, it was just being aware as as my dad would say, be aware of your surroundings. You're aware of what's going on and you do your own research, come to your own conclusions, you know, from there, you know, live your best life. And I said from the get go, and I I, I told my children, I was like, we are not going to live in fear over this. If this is what is meant to take a, take me out, then so be it. You know, I'm yeah. not going to, I, I just refuse to live in fear. They had taken so much already and then all the mask mandates. And then now we've got this vaccine that they're trying to force. And even the kids starting the new school year this year, I had signed them all back up and nothing was being said about the masks. And then a week before school starts, the mask mandate rolls out. I may or may not have raised a little cane over that <laughs> with the school. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, so I did whatever I could with that. And then I heard through the grapevine that there was a local doctor here that would give mask waivers, like a medical mask waiver. And so I talked to my kids. They had been in school for about two weeks. And my boys were in the high school side. And they're 18 and 15. And they're like, mom, it's really not too bad. They don't, they don't really enforce it, blah, 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 blah. But the elementary, which is the side my little girl's on, she's 11. They were very much more stringent about it. And so I took her up there and he was like trying, you know, helping her come up with a reason. He's like, do you have shortness of breath? And she wouldn't lie. She'd be like, no, not really. You know, but he's like helping her, you know? So he ended up writing a uh, waiver for situational anxiety. <laughs> And that, but for me, it was more than outskirting the school. It was, it was to show my kids, it's okay to stand up for yourself. If you don't believe in this, if you don't agree with that, then find a way. Don't just do it because you're told to do it. Think for yourself. Absolutely. Yes. I love that. Don't just do it because you're told to do it. Think for yourself. Get yourself informed. Educate yourself. Spend five freaking minutes going outside the viewpoint that's being delivered from agencies that we've never trusted anyway. Exactly. Exactly. You know, one thing, um, and I know we've talked in previous phone calls about it, you know, my, my, um, disbelief of the things that my dad was saying growing up. I wish now he passed in 2017. So he's missed all of this. I mean, this is what he was really living for, you know, the revolution, he would say. But I just so wish that I could thank him now for all that he had instilled in me and my backbone. 
I'll listen to what you have to say, but I'm going to think for myself and to have that grit that was instilled in me, you know, and not just to lay over with whatever everybody else is saying and or doing and to be able to instill that and pass that on through to my children as well. So it is huge for me. So this so, is what the show is all about, my friend. It's it's around sovereign leadership, right? And first we're leading ourselves to think for ourselves, right? Yes. And then we go out into the world and behave accordingly. So I love this because we started with it, this concept of like, okay, let's assume we've awakened or we're in the midst of awakening, which is harder than having already awakened. So, oh my gosh. Right. Um, but we were like, what are like three practical steps, right? After you've awakened from the matrix and the matrix, yes, is all the systems, but specifically to this one, we're speaking about, unfortunately, the lies of this pandemic and what it really is all about. And so before I hit record, um, we were talking about like, oh, it's like a be, do, love situation. So the first thing we're talking about here is how do you be with that information? And you're like, well, it made me stronger. It empowered me to actually even help my children be stronger and to think for yeah. themselves. Then to do, you're like, it didn't stop me from going out there and exercising no. and my freedoms and traveling the world and having a blast and not living in fear. See, you right. and I have a very different reality. I don't know if it's because you got kids and you had to, and you got the husband who's also very much on the same page, but I went into the little fetal position literally mm-hmm. and figuratively. And I just wow. was so scared for like a good six weeks. You know, I didn't know, I didn't even know how we were all supposed to make it through. And this is why I'm so grateful that there are so many different mindsets around this awakening. It's like, bring it on. So when I saw one of your, or maybe you shared the story, you were at the relationship event for Tony Robbins Platinum Partners in Austin, Texas. I was supposed to actually be there too, but I just keep booking and canceling, booking and canceling. One of these things I'm going to book and actually do it. Maybe do it. it. Yes. I've got like all these like six flight credits right now. Anyway, but you were talking about how you're like fully awake in very mixed company, right? It's like probably half and half to say the least. And in terms of jab, not jab. And for all the reasons why, even that's very mixed and dynamic. But you got out there with that bow and arrow. Can you share that story and what that meant for you in this time? Oh, yes. So, um, yeah, we were just doing a fun activity. We were throwing axes and having the bow bow and arrow and whatnot. And then we were also to golf lessons. And I don't know, I was out there with the little golf club. And I'm like, this is so weird and awkward. And I just couldn't get the hang of it. You know, it was kind of comical. I mean, I was chopping at grass, I felt like. And then we go over to the axe and the bow and arrow. And it was like, I could just feel it in my blood. You know, it was in my bones kind of thing. And I was like, I don't know what I'm channeling right now, but it's like what you said, bring it on, bring it on. Phoenix, Phoenix rising right there. It was a a cool little moment. Hold up that bow. Yes. Is it the, the arrow back? Right. Yes. It was, it was awesome. And when you share that story, I'm like, that is the energy. That's what we're talking about here. Right. Like this feast, fierce Phoenix warrior. Yes. Don't fuck with me. Basically. Right. Right. Namaste. Oh, <laughs> and you're like one of my <laughs> friends that gets it. I, I told you, I saw a meme a while ago and it said, I'm mostly peace, love, and light. And a little go F yourself. <laughs> and that, that's like right where it is for me. 
I mean, yes. I, love, I love community and I love peace. I, I mean, yes, I'm all about it. I love centering myself. I love my hot yoga studio here in Cersei. But yeah, you, you, you tread, tread on me. You're going to see another beast. Exactly. And by that tread on me, it's like government, politicians, mm-hmm. schools, yes. mamas. That's what I want to ask you because I, I believe your kids are not vaxxed, correct? No. Absolutely not. not. How do you navigate those conversations? Because we got a lot of mama bears that are listening. And quite frankly, most of my girlfriends that have children that are your children's ages, I'd say 90% of my friends, their kids got vaxxed because of the war with the ex. Most of them were war. And it was such a war. They just finally just succumbed. And with this realization that, by the way, was deeply spiritual for them, they're like, it is not my soul's contract to know what's best for them. Right. And that was like the one hand. Then a couple of other friends were like, my child wanted it. A couple of the friends were like, the peer pressure was so insane. So I've heard all the stories. I don't, we don't necessarily need to go there. I have such compassion for everyone because I know it was right. brutal. But what has been your experience? Like trying to normalize your, the social activities with your kids mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. the other families might see you as dangerous. And, oh, oh yeah. And, and that murderer. My, my oldest, right. My oldest was actually a, a few weeks into school and they have segregated that whole thing too. Yeah. The vax versus the, the non-vax. So they get, they said from the get-go that if your child was exposed and they were unvaxxed, that they would be quarantined at home for a week, whether they were healthy or not, just the fact that they were exposed and that if you were vaxxed, you didn't have to stay at home that you could continue going to school. So there's that segregation as well. Well, my healthy 18 year old got sent home from school for a week because he was in close contact with somebody that tested positive for it. But his other friend that was vaxxed got to go to school and guess who ended up being sick as well. Mm-hmm. The friend that was in close contact and still went to school ended up having COVID. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, do you think I, I didn't for a moment quarantine Alec? He just got a free week at home. We went and played and went yeah. shopping and did fun stuff. We went and ate. It's like I had, a, you know, <laughs> a friend to hang out with for a week, yeah. you know, but well, they definitely, it was just absolute insanity to me that they quarantined my healthy child because he was unvaxxed. Right. So right. there's, there's all kinds of controversy, but you know what? It's just like, I mean, I just make the best of it. You know, he, he was like, well, he goes, I'm not really missing just a whole lot. Cause he's in his senior year. It's just, you know, rounding up the last bit of the credits and whatnot. And he, and so we just had a fun week. I mean, we just went and had fun. So, yeah. um, you, I, I just, you know, what do they say when, when life hands you lemons, you know, it's up to you what you're going to make, make with it. You know, I love your attitude about this. It's like, you're just, you're just, you're not resisting what is. No. Mm-hmm. And and that is what uh, I'm now in that phase. So you woke up probably a good year before I woke up, right? Like my real awakening happened in March and April of this year. So it's been fast. It's felt mm-hmm. fairly single, but it's been necessary right. where right. I am now. It's like ripping the bandaid off. And it happened uh, when it was supposed to happen for you. Exactly. Exactly. So, but I went through all those stages of what are the, the four stages of grief or the five stages grief, of grief, right? 
they say it's outdated anyway, but I was, I was in denial. I was in rage. I felt like a victim. I mean, it was so insane. And then I started drinking wine for the first time I had drinking years and years and years. And, and anyway, let all of that go, dropped all the COVID-19 pounds and finally back to who I really am. That 2018 version of me was like, let's go. Right. Yeah. Let's freaking go. Brandon. Right. No, <laughs> no I'm totally. kidding. I, you know, I don't usually use that. If I do, it's only in jest. I mean, the reality is, is that all of these beautiful souls that are causing all these rules or following orders, they're all innocent or who have complied. Every single person is innocent, right? In their ignorance. And I say that with right. so much love, which brings right. us to the third practical step. Yeah. Be with who you are and what you know and fucking own it. Do yeah. go out and be in the world. Live your life. Amalinda, you're such an inspiration for me. You're like flying oh. here, flying there. And I'm like, I got six flight credits, right? Because I, <laughs> but that's what's next. But the other piece that I'm getting is the love. Love for myself. My little girl self that never got the kind of love that's coming from like God energy, right? That's part mm-hmm. of this ascension journey. And then love everyone. So where... What have you learned about love for yourself and others in this time? So um, we're back to talking about like friend circles and who believes the different things about what's happening. You know, I have my inner circle believe like I do Mm -hmm. and my outer circle. I mean, I've had them. I had one really good friend say that, you know, if she felt like if you didn't get the job, that you should not be able to be seen at the hospital and that you should just be, be left at home to die kind of thing. I mean, it's that diverse in the views. And the person um, said those words to you. Wow. Yes. And she, that. and she knows, she knows how I believe she knows. I don't, I've never immunized my, any of my children. She knows, she knows my stance on it mm-hmm. and that's fine. I, in a way I have empathy for them because they're not, they don't know, you know, it's, it's ignorance. And I, and I just extend grace. And I think also it comes in uh, to play. I, I know who I am. I know what I believe. And I know what I bring to the table. And it doesn't matter what they say. You know what, you know what I mean? All, all, all I am truly concerned about is the well-being of myself, number one, and my family. Mm-hmm. And you come against that, then, then we'll go around. <laughs> But like I said, I'm, I'm mostly peace, love, and light. And yeah. uh, I did an ayahuasca journey in you went to February. Rhythmia, right? Yes, yeah. to Rhythmia yeah. in February of 2020. And it was such a divine and beautiful experience for me. On that old journey, that big journey more so, I just became so aware. Instead of seeing just, you know, a face or a body or an image, you, you see past that. It's more, uh, you see there, I mean, I just remember seeing the little kid version, like their soul, you know, kind of thing. And I just have learned, especially through this, these times lately, just to extend grace and to hold space for people. And, and in that, just, just bringing a large amount of love because of all the division and the divisiveness in it. I believe that you should do what you feel is right for you and your family. I'm not going to try to force my beliefs on you, but don't try to force your beliefs on me either. Do your own research. So So powerful what you just said. They're not doing their own research. They're just regurgitating. 
that were curated with a multi-billion dollar media campaign. And once people wake up to that and you start to see, oh, the same talking points are on every news station in the world, not just in America, not just in your state, around the world verbatim. You're like, oh, these are curated, right? So it's like, go do your own research and then let's have a conversation. But we can't have a conversation if all you're going to do is memorize what you were told by mainstream media or corporate media and then expect me to buy into what you think. But I right. love that you can do that right. with so much grace and compassion. So that's the piece that I get. I think it's a lot of people tripped up, which is it's feeling so disconnected, which is, by the way, by design, right? Right. right. Like you're seeing it everywhere. And yet if we can just be united in our polarity, <laughs> we're talking about on this podcast a lot, we can have a lot more connection, even though we may not agree. That's okay, too, because I don't know that their ignorance isn't their sole contract. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I don't know. And I don't know what mine is either, except that I seem to be living it because it's way, way harder. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) It takes way more courage to do this. How has your life changed since this waking up? (sighs) You know, I, I recognize the fact that everybody wants to be accepted and loved and it just boil that's just it it truly boils down to the simplicity of that I definitely have become a lot more patient and also press the the presence that had I mean you know when everything got closed down I mean and there's no travel and all this stuff I mean you become very focused on what you have under your roof the relationships with my children deepen I mean there are a lot of beautiful things actually that came out of COVID for me I mean, uh, relation, beautiful. Uh, I mean, I've had a long time friend. I mean, I've had for 18 plus years and we've always, you know, we always come together and pick right back up, but, but it's actually the one that I met at the track uh, and, and I mean, we've been friends for forever, but on the level that we're friends now happened due to the fact that everything was shut down and we had that time to really cultivate a beautiful relationship because before it's husbands and kids and school and work and it's just chaos all the time and when everything is completely slowed down Mm -hmm. to where you 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 recognize what's truly important as well Mm -hmm. but yeah the relationship with my children has blossomed and with my husband and my friendships and really for me that's what life's about it's, it, I mean, beautiful relationships enrich your life so much. I would say that's where the, the major shift for me, it just slowed everything, you know, and you realize what's important, health and vitality. Oh, and see this year, this year, I mean, COVID was, a, I mean, 2020 was a crazy year because just like what you're talking about, losing the weight and whatnot, I had put on a major amount of weight and because you're sitting at home all the time, everything's closed and so this year just became about um, health and vitality for me. It's been a beautiful journey as well. Yeah. And, and I released 27 pounds this year. So, I mean, it's just been, I know it's just been, it's been a phenomenal, I mean, and, but really 2020 was the reset, you know, it made you be still and find the things that are important to you. Yes. There's a lot of negativity that has come out of it. Of course, I don't like the control at all. You know, you do you, I'll do me. I'm a, I'm a grown ass adult. I, mm-hmm. I can determine whether I want to put a mask on my face or not. But there's been a lot of beautiful things that have come out of it as well. And I believe also it's where you choose to focus. It's which, what, what are you focusing on? Are we going to focus on the fear and 
closing down and shutting off for when you don't even really know what's going to happen or if you'll even live tomorrow. Anything can happen at any point. What's yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that co- the COVID virus isn't some. I mean, obviously, it's something that they've drummed up and it is an illness. You can get very sick from it, but it is what it is. I'm not going to be fearful of it. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Me too. And I'm with you on that. And listen, there's just so many studies out there now talking about, you know, of course, how hyped up, you know, all of it has been. Um, mm-hmm. and it, um, I never was afraid of catching COVID, but I don't want to dismiss those who have or who have had loved ones who did, you know, for sure. So and I think my listeners know that it goes without saying bottom line is, is that think for yourself. Do not believe exactly. everything you see on television, which is exactly what your papa said to you so many years ago. Yes. Um, yes. So thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your beautiful heart and wisdom. I knew that it would be a lovely, fun and dynamic and super real and honest conversation. So my friends, moral of the story, three practical steps after awakening from the matrix. Okay. Or maybe you're in the midst of it. Be, do, love. All the basics that we've always heard, but aren't the fundamentals, the pathway to absolute liberation. One final question for you. If you had to choose today between safety and freedom, what is your answer? Freedom. (laughs) Hands down. After, after them, you know, shutting everything down last year and the control in it all. I mean, I want to stand on my rooftop. I mean, it's like that brave heart, you know, Mel Gibson at the end of the movie. Freedom! Yeah, Truly, that's the way I felt. I'm like, this is absolute nonsense. Yes, yes, yes. to control everything, so freedom. Yes, me too. I used to think that we all wanted the same things, freedom and safety. I'm like, no, actually we don't. From what I can see by all the complying is more people want safety than they choose freedom. And I'm choosing freedom because inherently I'll always be safe because I'm divinely guided and led at all times. Exactly. Exactly. And that's 100%. where the whole mama stay thing comes in. I say mama stay because a girlfriend yeah. of mine just started a podcast <laughs> called mama stay. Anyway, so are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share with my beautiful community? Oh man, I just, you know, it's just like what you just said. Just live, live from the heart. You know, the mind is going to trip you up. It's going to, it's there for your survival. It's not to, you know, guide you. So mm-hmm. truly live from the heart, you know, listen to that gut. That's right. Ooh. And a clear mind allows for that access for the gut to become that intuition. That's a direct channel to God, right? That's yes. intuition. So I love it. Oh my gosh. It's like you've been on my show from the very beginning. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> Thank Yay. you so much, my friend, for coming Thank on the you. show. I'm grateful for COVID for bringing us closer so that we can deepen our relationship. And I am looking forward to more and more and more. Awesome. Thank you, Have Michelle. Have a blessed day. All right. You too. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Fire and Soul. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on your favorite pod player. And if you'd like to connect on social, you can find me anywhere at Michelle Sorrow. Or if you'd like to reach out to me directly, you can at fireandsoulpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.